0: The Word says, by prayer and petition, that's turning our anxiety over to Him. And the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Jesus Christ.
1: Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby brings you his own unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Travel through time, back to Bobby's humble beginnings as a valet, parking cars. Journey with Bobby through his experiences with various companies and his travels to China. Today, Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. If you are enjoying the show and want it to continue in your area, please let the team know this. Follow us on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org or a call at 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. As you join Bobby today, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at his church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur and business owner Bobby Bollinger.
0: I have a word for you and for me this morning if you're dealing with anxiety in your life. And actually, it's not my word, uh, but it is from the word. It's in Philippians, and uh, here's where the Apostle Paul says this. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and... The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. What a great word. Can you say amen? Well, having things that cause anxiety and stress in our life, that, that really can't be prevented. But here's the thing, and here's, here's the test. For us Christians, anxiety and stress is not allowed To stay in our life. It has to go. It's a destructive exercise. In fact it's been said that worry and anxiety. Is just unbelief. In disguise. Jesus talked about the subject too. Here's what he said. Who of you by worrying. Can add a single day. Or single hour to his life. And since you can't do this very little thing. Then why do you worry about all the rest. This past Friday, we got the call that it was time for baby Jude to be born. So we did all the normal things. We went to the hospital, and we began the vigil that shortly became obvious was going to take quite a while. And while my wife and both daughters were in the delivery room, the rest of us set up shop in the hospital waiting room. Anybody done this? Now, beside the fact that waiting for anything very long is not my strong suit, Uh, We settled in with a Starbucks and a vending machine around the corner. Uh, We talked until we got tired of talking. Uh, That's because Christy was there. Um. (laughs) We watched six consecutive episodes of Law and Order. One episode of The Closer. But then the anticipation of the birth... It turned into concern because it was taking so long. And the delivery process went past 24 hours. And now it had become worry, uh, anxiety, and even some fear. And the last few hours of the delivery seemed like an eternity to me. And every parent will understand this, that when your kids are in trouble, it's the most helpless feeling that you can have. At that moment, you'd do anything. You'd give up anything just to know that they're all right. Well, I'm happy, happy to report today that my daughter, Elise, and the baby are fine. And even though it was a difficult delivery with some very scary moments for both of them, I learned later that those in the delivery room with Elise, my wife and my other daughter, Ashley, and some of the medical professionals all called out on the Lord for help during this challenging delivery. And you see, as Christians... When we face circumstances that create fear and anxiety in our life, our spiritual instinct should be to do exactly what they did. I wanted to trust God in that situation. I was trying to. But I was frozen in in fear. And my fear got in the way. But thankfully, my wife and daughter were eyewitnesses to the crisis, but they were determined to trust God to see them through it. The situation was completely out of our hands. But the word teaches us that nothing is too big or too small. That we can't call out to God for help. And the word also tells us that even though we may not know the outcome of the situation. We're still assured of the peace that only God could give us. There's a 19th century evangelist named George Mueller. He once wrote that. The beginning of anxiety is the end of faith. And the beginning of faith is the end of anxiety. So when we feel anxiety and fear rising up in us, no matter what kind it is, that's our opportunity to show our faith and trust in God. The word says, by prayer and petition, that's turning our anxiety over to Him. And the peace of God... That transcends. All understanding. Will guard your heart and your mind. In Jesus Christ. Worry. Anxiety. Fear. These are the greatest tools of the enemy. To distract us. And to defeat us. But the word shows us. That our faith in God. Will trump fear and anxiety. Every time. And God intends for us to use those events in our life to grow and to find peace and joy in the hope of Jesus Christ. So no matter what is causing anxiety in your life today, when you have to wait those two or three days for the lab test results to come in, or when your bills are due, you don't know how you're going to pay them, or when, they're, when you hear that they're going to lay people off at your place of work, that's the time That's the time you have to let your faith rise up in you and push the worry and the anxiety aside because you have the promise of a peace that transcends all understanding through Jesus Christ. And if you'll do that, I promise you, something good will happen. Something good will happen in Jesus' name. Can you your man this morning?
1: Spiritually speaking, are you a chicken or an eagle? Stay with Bobby to hear how you can fly in the face of life's storms just like an eagle. If you are enjoying the show and want it to continue in your area, please let the team know this. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org or a call at 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back.
2: Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com This
1: show is brought to you by Nebo Tools, maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. We return to On the Bright Side. I want to talk about birds.
0: Here's the question. Are you a chicken? Or are you a an eagle. You know, I'm not sure what all you can learn from a chicken. My limited experience with chickens is mostly deciding whether to order them fried or grilled. (laughs) Fried usually wins. But we know that live chickens are skittish and afraid. They scratch around the barnyard. They cluck. They can't fly. They seem to be satisfied to live inside the fenced-in yard. And when a storm comes, they flap around and they run for the chicken coop. Well, chickens and eagles are both birds, but they couldn't be more different. An eagle is born to soar. It knows from an early age that he's different from other birds. He has a keen eye and he knows how to manage the wind currents to fly higher than other birds. He dwells in high places and he's confident enough to fly directly into the wind, and rise above it. And I think if we had to choose between chickens and eagles, we'd all like to think that we're more like an eagle. Especially when we start to encounter some of the storms of life, like the last few weeks, where we've seen our entire financial system fail, Everyone convinced that we're headed into a deep recession. And already, the economic realities are starting to affect many of us. And this is just one of those times, isn't it, where we know that we're going to be tested. So I want to share with you three simple things that we learn from eagles. Things that teach us how to succeed in life when facing difficult times. The first thing that we learn from eagles is that we have to know who we are in Christ. It's more important than ever in difficult times to hold close to our identity as a child of God, saved by His grace, redeemed by His blood, promised victory in this life and the next. The Word says, I've been bought with a price and I belong to God. In Philippians, it says, I'm confident that God will complete the good work that he started in me. You see, an eagle knows from the time it's born that it's an eagle, not a chicken. Many times as Christians, we know that we're meant to be an eagle, but we act like a chicken. We let our fears rule our thoughts, and there's no good reason for that. The word gives us a powerful truth about our thoughts. It says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. In other words, we become what we think about, focus on, and surround ourselves with. So when we think we're an eagle Christian that God destined us to be, we can be strong. We can be courageous and we can fly in the face of life's storms, just like an eagle. And we have to know who we are in Christ. The second thing we learn from eagles is that we have to be determined to prevail. You know, when an eagle goes searching for his mate, he's subjected to an incredible series of tests devised by the female. And if he's not completely committed to the process of pursuing her, she will ditch him. But the eagle is determined. And he tirelessly obliges her all of these activities until finally she accepts him as her lifelong partner. And eagle Christians don't give up either, they don't scatter and run in fear like chickens. Eagle Christians are determined, they place their trust in God and they stand on his promises. The word says, Be strong and of good courage, be not afraid are dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with you. And finally, eagles show us that we have to renew our strength. When an eagle gets about four years old, he realizes that his performance is lacking. His feathers are worn, his talons are dull. He's still an eagle, but he's losing power. So the eagle goes to a high place, and he begins to pluck out all his feathers one by one literally thousands of them. And then he dives into the water and cleans his body. Then he takes days to sharpen his talons by rubbing them on a rock. And all in all, this process takes about 40 days. And after that, he, his feathers have grown back perfect and he emerges stronger than ever. And for us to be eagle Christians, we have to renew ourselves in spirit to be able to stand up and face the challenge of difficult times. When we spend time praying and meditating and worshiping the Lord, it builds our faith our faith. It disperses our fears. And we rejoice in the victory that's ours because of Him. So this morning, if you've got any reason to be concerned about anything, your job, your finances, Your future. You need to remember that you are destined to be an eagle Christian, born to face life's trials and soar above them because of the hope of Jesus Christ in your life. And it's no wonder that God compares us to eagles. This is what the word says But those who hope in the Lord will soar on wings like eagles. They will run, not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Can I tell you something this morning? We're going to make it.
1: We're going to make it in Jesus' name. Can you say amen this morning? Did you know that the subject of the heart is addressed in the Bible more than any other topic? Coming up next, learn how your heart shapes and defines your life. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools, maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America, trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. On the bright side, we'll be right back. fully illuminate your immediate area. Tough, reliable, lightweight, and completely shockproof. The dual headlamp is perfect for those times when you need a powerful, dependable, hands-free light. Bobby enjoys reading every email you send and personally responds to most of them. Email him at bobby at onthebrightside.org.
0: See if this, if this story sounds like you. This is a story about a Texan who was getting frustrated while driving aimlessly through a mall parking lot, unable to find a spot. Finally, he said, Lord, help me. If you'll find me a parking spot, I promise to go to church every Sunday and to pay my tithes. All of a sudden, there it was, an empty space right up front. And the Texan said, never mind, Lord, I found one. You think we might do that sometimes? Now, just think about that. I want to talk about the heart for just a minute. You know, we've all heard the phrase, take heart. Or sometimes when we're going through a tough time, someone will say, don't lose heart. And we always take these words as encouragement. But the truth is, if our spiritual life is about anything, it's about the heart. You know, God gave us the greatest treasure in all of creation when He gave us a heart. And I'm not talking about just a muscle organ in your chest. All the happiness that we've ever known or ever hoped to know, it's unreachable without a heart. And you know, the the subject of the heart is addressed in the Bible more than any other topic, more than faith, more than obedience. And I've told you many times how, how, how frequently money is mentioned in the Bible, but it's, it's, the heart is talked about more than money. And when reading the Word, it doesn't take long to realize that the heart is the central thing. If you want some examples, it's, it, it's really just where do you start. The Word says, love the Lord with your God, with all your heart. And all your soul and with all your strength. Jesus called this the great commandment. And notice it said, love with all your heart first. The Word of God sees the heart as the source of our creativity, our courage and our conviction. It's the source of our faith and our hope and it's certainly the source of our ability to love. And I know that there's this popular belief that our our mind, our brain is meant for reason and our heart is for emotions how many of us have always heard that i mean we get accused of thinking with our heart instead of our head or we get accused of thinking with our head instead of our heart isn't that right i believe the word tells us that that's very flawed thinking you remember that king solomon was considered the wisest man who ever lived But when God invited him to ask for anything in the world, Solomon didn't ask for the biggest brain. He didn't ask to be the smartest man. What he asked for was a wise and discerning heart. The word also says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. He's telling us that our ability to trust comes from our heart, not from our mind. And I think the book of Proverbs is way ahead of Dr. Freud on the subject of character development by about 2,000 years. In Proverbs, it says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You know, Jesus explained that the Pharisees were great rule keepers of the law. But their motives were wrong. They were model citizens and their actions were great. But their heart. Was in the wrong place. And Jesus said, We've got to do better than that. I wonder sometimes if we really grasp what a priceless thing it is to have a heart. It's God's gift, it's what makes us different. And it makes us able to do what writer John Eldridge calls become intimate allies with God. And it's the condition of our heart. That shapes and defines our lives. So whatever you do this morning. Don't lose heart. But it is all about heart. The Lord said I will give them a heart. To know me. That I am their Lord. And they will be my people. And I will be their God. For they will return to me with all of their heart.
1: Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. If you enjoyed the show and wanted to continue in your area, please let the team know this. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.